This episode of Conversations with the Priestess is brought to you by a phenomenal black and trans-owned company. Y'all, please, please, please support this black business. Y'all, y'all want to check out Queen V's Royalty. You can find them on Instagram, underscore Queen V Cosmetics, LLC. That is my brother's line. Y'all, please go support, support. All of the information will be in the show notes. Y'all, they have the royalty candle for Valentine's Day night or date night. They have the Her So Sexy candles. There is a plethora of things that you can find. We have clear lip glosses. We have spa headbands. We have lotus incense holders. We have royal jewel cube candles. Did I mention lip scrubs, body oils, rose water spray, you make me blush color palettes, falling for you eyeshadow palettes, and a an array of lashes. So go now to Etsy.com um, and find Queen Bee's Cosmetics. Again, the links will be there. Please leave a review. My brother is doing a fabulous job. So I love y'all so much. Also, this black business that I want to highlight, black owned, um, is called Sense by the Company LLC. I was in PG County um, the other day and I went into the mall buying some things and these young people came to me and oh my gosh, they have soy based home scents and I have a room spray. Y'all, this is going to come in handy for those of y'all um, that are cannabis indulgents like me. Y'all check out their room spray. They have so many great things. I'm going to include their link tree below, but on Instagram, they're at Sense by the company. So y'all go check them out. Love, love and be free. Let's start the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, the priestess, never your mistress, Shani Taylor. Honey, here's another episode of Conversations with the Priestess. So get your love and get your ancestors and sit down and have a conversation with your girl. Welcome back to another episode, a long-awaited episode of Conversations with the Priestess. I do apologize for the unexpected hiatus. Many of you all have followed me on social media. Um, During the last month and some change, um, I was homeless, living from Airbnb to hotel. But thanks be unto God, I'm still here. I'm in a safe space. Um, And this episode was created during that time of transition for me. And I'm, I'm grateful for the journey that I have walked on and where I am walking. So this episode was done during Black History Month, um, right before Valentine's with my friend Lorenz. All of their social media information is in the description box. Big shout out to them. Also, this episode is at the time where a lot of celebrity sex tapes were going on. And I did have an OnlyFans at that time. You're going to hear that on a new series that I'm bringing in. I'm going to elaborate a little bit more on the next episode. So we're going to get ready to rumble. We're going to get ready to rumble. But thank you all so much for your continued love and support. Thank you to everyone that has um, assisted me in crowdfunding as I rebuild my life. I still have that going on. But without further ado, here is the episode that I present to you entitled Dirty 30s. Love, love, and be free. Let's get into this episode. 
Welcome, welcome, everybody. This is your girl, Yanni T, the priest is never your mistress. Welcome to another installment of Conversations with the Priestess. I have a very special guest, and I would like for them to introduce themselves. Hello, everyone. I'm Lorenz. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay, okay. So tell us how old you are, Lorenz. I am 31, getting ready to turn 32 in April. Yes, yes. And, of course, y'all know that I am 35. So tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, well, I'm a 31-year-old youth professional developer. Um, I'm originally from New Haven, Connecticut. I've been in child care since I was like 19 years old. I've always had a passion for youth. I um, moved from Connecticut to some Alabama, where the bridge crossed the Jubilee, where they did the civil rights movement crossing the bridge to Montgomery. I moved there, um, and it was a real nice time. So I migrated to Atlanta to to extend my career and just become a greater person um, and enjoy myself doing that. I love to dance, I love to sing, um, and Poland is my best friend. Hell motherfucking yes, yes, yes. And uh, tell us about any businesses that you have. Okay, so I do a couple of youth organizations called Dynasty Drill and Drum Squad. Um, outside of that, I also coach a couple of dance teams. And with that, I also do hair on the side. I promote other businesses. I do customer service help. I come in and help with business with customer service. Um, so specifically, um, black-owned businesses. I I teach them. I do that via Zoom or in person with different companies. And yeah, that's what I have going on right now. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And we love to hear it. We love to hear it. Now, Lorenz and I go way back uh, to our ballroom days. Uh -huh. um, and, he, and please tell the people your pronouns. I'm he, him, they. I'm he, him, they. And on occasion, she. It depends on the day. The moment oh, the man. I absolutely live. And I for, forgive me for any wrestling in the background. Um, I failed to do this before the show, but um, I am preparing my cannabis. This is a cannabis-friendly podcast. Exactly. So everyone that's listening, I hope and pray that you have your libations. So, Lorenz, we're going to jump right into it. How was your week, Sib? How was your week? So far, it's been very um, interesting. I've been training new staff for different um, positions. Um, I'm trying to train other staff members to get ready to be promoted so that way they don't be, um, stay stagnant. So I've been doing like evaluations at work and different things of that nature. Um, it's been very productive to say the least. So I've been enjoying it. How's your week, man? My week has actually been blessed. I cannot complain. Um, Thank God for life, health, and strength, and family. And I'm just thankful to have made it through this week, even with some challenges. But, you know, when life gives you lemonades, you know, get you some sugar and some water and make you an alcoholic beverage with that shit. Mm. You know, grind it up. Or if it has you some green leafy things, I want you to just grind it up and roll it up and smoke it and you'll feel better. 
exactly. So, but my week has been blessed, and I want to say thank you first and foremost for coming onto this wonderful on this wonderful night to this podcast to this ghetto ass podcast, um, and tonight, yes, I'm I'm loving. We're blickety blickety black. So tonight, we decided um, to discuss dating after thirty. But beforehand, I wanted to get your take about this rash of celebrity sex tapes that have dropped, such as Nelly, Lil Fizz, and this new person, Isaiah Rashad. So please tell me your thoughts on that. Okay, so I haven't seen Isaiah's yet, um, and I already knew who he was. I see a lot of people talking online trying to figure out who he is. So I'm glad that he got that kind of promotion. I think he did that to top the other two celebrities, um, A-list celebrities. Um, so... Kudos to him. I haven't seen it yet, but from what I've read, I, I hear that it's doing what it needs to do. Um, as far as Lil Fizz go, it's given very much back in teenage years when we was growing through puberty, and um, yeah, it gives that kind of cat meat. Um, the mushroom head does nothing for me with that the shape of it. Um, he can he actually has enough money to go get the shots and swell it up a little bit. And I think he'll do great. Um, Nelly, I saw it slightly. However, it is Nelly. That's a fine specimen of a man, regardless if it was a three or if it was a nine, baby. If Nelly told me to drop down and get my eagle on, bitch, I'm pecking like a bird, bitch. Hell, motherfucking yes. If Nelly, and I'm sorry, you know, for those that think I'm a size queen, you know, despite me having content out there, Honey, I like what I saw from Nelly. And I hate that people was trying to go in on the young lady about her head game. But y'all that's worrying about dick size and head game, worry about the broke dick that you laying beside every night. Worry about that big dick that has no rhythm or no stroke at all. Worry about that first. Ain't that the truth. I'm just saying, because for real... Yes, it was funny, but I'm like, child, let them do them. Now, with Lil Fizz, I was more so interested in the cum shot more than anything. I didn't even get that far. You know, his dick is all right, but I could manage that if he was to say, hey, you know, I'm going to have you sign this NDA and we can get it on. You know, okay, sure. Pay me my coin. Pay me my stats. His name is Little Fizz. Like, Little Fizz, now the world just met Little Fizz. So we'll just go with that. Okay? Oh, you so shady. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Now, I did see the Isaiah Rashad. Wait, hold on. Hold, hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 May the Lord God bless you real good. <laughs> because that looked like Isaiah Rashad. That that looks like Isaiah Rashad. Now, see, I didn't read all of that, that he was down there munching birds. Uh-huh. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I don't knock a brother. Okay. Shit, him and Nelly should have linked up. Yeah. Hello. Because he given what Nelly needed to moan for, baby. Mm. But. But. Ooh. I want to see what I want to see how he can handle it when topping. 
Baby, because I'm telling you, he's giving daddy vibes. He's got that two-for-one special down there. That's what I'm talking about, Isaiah. That is what I'm talking about. I like that. Mm. And that is right up my alley. <clears throat> okay. And y'all know I'm nasty. I'm nasty. That's my type of stuff. Look, maybe we can get some collabs or something for my OnlyFans or some shit. I need to know what I need to do to get there. Exactly. Because at this point, Exactly, and people will worry about his sexuality, whether he was straight, gay, or DL. Honey, that's none of your business in this new day and time. Worry about yourself and worry about your business. And when I tell you people be so worried about sexuality, don't worry about it. Just enjoy the ride. Exactly. One thing I will say, though, they picked a perfect strategy to get back relevant especially if, you know, like Nelly, he's still a sexy artist. He's in his late 40s, possibly early 50s, right? So he's still got body. He still look good. Right. And everybody wanted to fuck him back in the day, even Little Fizz. Now, they may be a little disappointed, but bitch, I said what I said about that earlier, but it's a great marketing strategy for their music career, especially if they have lost some type of relevancy. And I noticed a lot of celebrities look at the young lady Camille Wimbush from um Bernie Mac from the Bernie Mac show. Mm-hmm. She has her OnlyFans. And everybody's like, oh my God, Vanessa. But honey, she's grown. She's not under that little girl image anymore. She's a grown woman. So you have to respect that. But I applaud them because now they people know who they are. They're listening to their music. They're looking at old things with them and giving them revenue. I got to give them that that was a smart business move. Mm-hmm. Especially with them like resurfacing and people searching. So the Google searches are up. Like they, they're making it do what it is. Exactly. Mm. Even with the new up and coming people with OnlyFans, as I, um, Yes, y'all, I am a current model on there. If y'all want that link, hit me up. Get in my inbox. Shameless plug. Uh-huh. But no, it, it, is, it can work out either way. Some people who have done porn, um, unfortunately, have not been as fortunate to have um, the ability to cross over into other arenas because of spiteful-ass queens. Mm-hmm. And you know how that goes. So true. So true. Mm-mm-mm. But overall, look, I'm not going to critique it because I got my rocks off a little bit on that and boom. And it's it's the fact that it's the norm now. It's no longer a shock factor with it. So true. I, um, I don't know. I've, I've always been so open about everything like growing up so seeing anything it takes a lot to shock me exactly a whole lot but you know even with uh what they call christian artists and gospel artists um because i don't consider myself a christian um but i love god Mm -hmm. um just thinking about the gospel artists that have whose news have leaked recently, and I'm like, honey, everybody has news. Stop acting like sex is such a bad thing. 
Honey. Listen, and I'm trying to tell you, like, and for me, it's like growing up in a church. Like, I grew up in the church, mm-hmm. slept in the church, woke up in the church, went home, changed clothes, came back to the church, in the church. And for me, it's like when I start figuring myself out and start doing my own thing, if if, if I could have been leaked while I was leading praise and worship, honey, it would have been a scandal. But for what? <laughs> what was that going to prove? Exactly. Like, honey, come on. And I'm not even worried about it. Like, recently, I talked about my my experience of sleeping with a bishop in the church. And mm-hmm. he has only he has OnlyFans videos out there. As I do, mm-hmm. I'm like, child, you know what? Fuck it. Let people talk because right now, I'm happy with the decisions I made. I have no regrets. Right. Because I'm grown, number one. And God ain't worried about all of that. Okay. Mm-mm. So. Baby, listen, I used to pay my tithes with my OnlyFans money when I did OnlyFans for a few months. Honey. Oh, honey, I still pay my tithes with my OnlyFans still money. Give, I'm in there. And give the Lord what he needs. <laughs> and we're still blessed at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Because I did my 10%. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And when you would sacrifice to help somebody else, God honors that. Y'all honors that. Exactly. Don't let nobody tell you. Mm-mm. And that's what gets me about the church is that we have the stunted growth adults in their 30s living like they're teenagers and 20-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's I don't that's- have time for that. And it's complicated being in the church, being trans, and trying to date. God, ooh. I can only imagine because that, that is. Mm-hmm. But before we get that, we're going to take a quick break. Here are, okay. a word, here are some church announcements for y'all. So we're going to take a quick break. Go get your refreshments. Roll you a new blunt. Do what the hell you got to do. Live, love, and be free. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Girl, let me tell you about Maven. They got some good hair. Your girl, the priestess, loves using Maven. If y'all seen some of my hairstyles, Maven did that, honey. We have good frontals, closures, everything that you need, honey. Not only that, but we have awesome lace fronts. We have human hair, virgin hair, honey, Remy Yaki, whatever you need, we got it. You can even color it when you get it if you want to change the style you can do that too so go on over to my special link priestessbeauty.maven.com sign up to get special offers and you get free shipping what else can you do honey the holidays are coming up and you want to look good going into the new year so get those bundles today get you a good lace front girl all right so live love and be free again that's priestessbeauty.maven.com before we left for break we were talking about dating and we touched a little bit about on the church but Lorenz, mm-hmm. so as you are experiencing your your second year, technically in 30, um, how has your perception on dating in, 
in your teens and 20s, how has that shifted in your 30s or as you journey through your 30s? So it has been a difficult thing for me to an extent. Only reason being is because um, I didn't grow up a fast way like majority of teenagers. You know, everybody, oh, they're booed up, da 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 da. You know, I dated around. I was real keen on dating. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But from the age of 20, yeah, like 20, up until 29, 30, oh, no, it had to be, I was 19. From 19 up until 30, oh, my God, no, it was this year, 31. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm doing the math in my head. But from 19 to 31, I was in a relationship with one man. So it was like dating was not existent in my 20s because I was in a relationship. Now, um, this year has been very interesting um, because now I've been on different apps from all the little gay ones you can see, the straight ones, different things of that nature, because I also consider myself more of a non-binary type person. So it's like, love is love. I'll give women a chance, give men a chance, whatever. Um, so I've been open to all of it and it's been very interesting. And just so happened, one of my friends came back into my life earlier on this, um, this year after my official, official breakup. And um, while I'm dating, I was dating like three or four other people at the time. And he came back into my life and was cool for the most part, but then things started getting serious as to where he wanted to be in a relationship. And since maybe September, August, September, we've been dating exclusively. So the dating part of that was this. <laughs> so for the last few months, um, it's been real strenuous, I'll say. I can't imagine, especially with you being with that one person, until you're freshly into the depths of 30. Exactly. Um, that, now my story is a little bit different. Okay. I didn't really start dating until I turned 18. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, I dated my my actual first boyfriend we dated on and off for about four or five years and in my mid-20s I finally made a solid break then I started venturing out mm -hmm. and dating and I had I had some serious relationships but then I started transitioning in my late 20s that complicated dating because I was in a relationship then I haven't been in a relationship in almost five years. Oh. I've had some entanglements, but I haven't really dated because mm -hmm. I really, because I went through so many changes. Right. Because now it's a new approach. It's a new conversation. Um, you know, it's a new conversation because now you went from your whole transition to now you're a whole entire doll. And now the boys have to be fully understanding. Exactly. They have to be fully understanding. And 
not only that, but as someone who has been diagnosed with HIV, yet I'm undetectable, which means I cannot transmit, and being in the adult entertainment industry, yet being spiritual at the same time, um, people, guys getting kind of intimidated in a sense, but the sex be banging. Mm -hmm. Sex is banging, but for the most part, I always run into the ones that want sex or want, want, want to, looking for a sugar mama. And for me, I have a different view on dating right now because I'm in my mid-30s. I'll be 36 in a month. And I'm nearing 40, and I realize my demographic and pool has changed tremendously since before I transitioned. So, number one, I'm getting older. I'm a woman now, and whoo! Changes happen and your mind changes. So right now, dating is not at the top of my list. It's on the list. But right now, I'm like, okay. I'm coming on me right now. But for me, and I love um, that. I'm loving it because now I'm, I'm, I'm fully set in my womanhood. And oh my gosh, now trying to navigate the dating scene i'm like okay now i i have my i have my pieces mm-hmm. but right now i'm just i'm just doing me until they come along because it could either be man woman cis or trans or non-binary whomever might be a poly gotcha. situation however mm-hmm. they come i'm just gonna go with the flow but and I like that we're at different points in our 30s for this conversation because it's so much we can learn from each other. Got you. And I agree so, to that. Yes. So when it came to dating, what were some of the things that you looked for in a mate or that you had in a mate versus now at this point? Um. So what I looked for was stability. Um, first and foremost, I was looking for stability I was looking for, um, I really, I'm not real heavy on the look department. I'll say if you're nice on the eyes, that's great. But I've dealt with nice on the eyes, hard in the heart. Like, and I would rather not deal with that um, ever again. So I look for, you know, honesty in people. I look for you know, I, I look at their personality, you know, inside and outside from how they handle themselves at their jobs, around their friends, different things of like that. Like, I like to, during during us dating, I like to see those sides of you. I like to see how you are around your friends. I like to see how you are around your family, different things of that nature. And I just sit back and I observe all of those things because I want you to do the same when it comes down to me because you can get a classy set while we're at this date. But baby, when I'm around my cousins and stuff, I'm a whole different person. I'm I'm the life of the party. I'm loud. I'm on tables drinking, dancing. And I will explain this to you in advance. Exactly. But I want you to be honest to me. Um, I always tell people I prefer to, like, tell me their triggers and tell me things that you don't like versus things that you like. Cause you know, we go down the road, oh, I like this, I like this, I like this, I like that. 
I want you to explain to me what you don't like because I I was dating this one guy. Shout out to you, Galen, if you can ever hear this. You probably didn't want me to say your name, but bitch, fuck you. Um, but shout out to you. Tag him in it. <laughs> Listen, I was dating him and everything was smooth. He was the perfect gentleman. He was different from what I normally like as far as like size and different things of that nature. Um but he was a perfect gentleman, stable. His apartment was beautiful. He smelled great. He he was kind. He treated me well. He called me. He texted me. He just was everything. However, we were having like a FaceTime. We were on FaceTime or something. And I screenshot our chat. I screenshotted us on FaceTime because like the faces he made was just so cute to me. And I'm a type of person where I love to create memories. I love to you know, share that type of thing. Like, you know, certain pictures I take with my, for my point of view so I can always remember at that moment, I was so happy. At that moment, it made me feel this way. So anytime I look at a picture, I want to be able to refer back to that. So that conversation was so amazing. And I was on vacation and actually went to the hotel just to talk to him. I screenshotted the picture and I sent it to him and he had a whole fit about it. He didn't talk to me for like two days. I was trying to figure out what was going on. And he told me he didn't like that, da 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 And that's when I realized to always check with a person what you do and what you don't like. Because that was something extremely simple, but it wasn't to him. And it's good to know that person's triggers. Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> I had a guy that if you said a certain name, It triggered him. Mm. And it it bothered me. And one night someone said that name and I was like, babe, let's go. Because he was about to go off. And because that was someone that he loved. Okay. And just seeing how that made him feel, I would comfort him. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, those those triggers are real. I started sharing my triggers with guys. <clears throat> Look, when I first meet you, don't get too close. I'll let you know when I get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you that because I just came out of a nasty sexual relationship with a bishop that lets me know that I have fucking daddy issues and abandonment issues. So let me work on that shit first before I start try to date. So it brought all of that up in my mental health. So how has all of this in your dating history, even now, how has that helped you in your mental health and how has that been for you mentally? Um, well, for me, oh my goodness, I start explaining to my part, my current partner um, about, you know, I'm not keen on telling people about my past, what he did, what he did, what she did, what they did. I'm not going to go down that road with you because it's my past. But what I will tell you is, what has happened to me so you can know 
So I've had the conversation about my anxiety, depression. If you want to stick with me, you can. If you don't, this is your way out. Because at the end of the day, when I have a situation or an episode, I do this thing as to where I shut people out. And I don't want to talk for a few days. Let me gather my thoughts, and then I'll come back around. He didn't understand that. He does not get it. So my past relationship knew if I'm having one of those moments, just let me be. And we're not going to converse about it. It is what it is because that's just how I am. But this new relationship is totally different. He wants to me to express myself express what's going on and even though it made it happen let's talk about it so we can figure this shit out because we've got to figure something out because baby you come at me wrong and don't tell me stuff your life is in danger (laughs) exactly and i said and me being the person i am when i see shit that follows a pattern I'm going to slowly start backing up. Mm-hmm. But after this sexual relationship, bitch, I'm going to start asking questions. I'm going I'm to irk you till you tell me the truth. Because, baby, what you don't know, I'm already planning my exit. Okay. Already planning. I have somebody else lined up as a side piece because that's why you don't get rid of your hoes. <laughs> <clears throat> don't get rid of your hoes. Listen, as a 35-year-old woman, I still keep my hoes when somebody and I are thinking about going to exclusives. I'm like, well, I'm, I got some going on with this person, but keep in touch. Mm-hmm. And I'll let them and know. Do, I... <clears throat> Go ahead. I'm Go ahead. Finish. Go ahead and finish. But I keep them lined up and I set boundaries with them. Because, okay. like, one dude knew that I had something going on with the bishop. And he was like, um, he said, I want to still fuck with you. I said, we still can. That's not my man. We just fucking. <laughs> he was like, no, nah, you don't get it. That's a bishop. And I'm like, damn. <clears throat> That's why I said earlier, dating and being in the church. And co-mingling in that shit. Baby, don't do that shit. Because mm-hmm. you got bitches that fuck around in so many different areas. In the hood. In the trap. Mm-hmm. On the circuit. In the office. Executive hoes. Money making hoes. And it's like, damn. Who can you fucking trust? So I'm like, give me somebody out there in the street. Give me somebody that's unchurched. Because I want somebody that's real and gritty. I promise you. Because a wife sanctifies her husband. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. I'm trying to tell you. I um, I dealt with a couple of people in the church. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, pastors, you know, different things of that nature. And I noticed that it was beginning to get a little sticky. It was a lot of sticky business because, you know, the eyes are on on you from other people anyway for God knows whatever. However, 
when you're too flirtatious with someone else or you're too friendly with another person when you're dealing with someone, especially in the church, and you're dealing with a pastor, they will sit there and watch you like a hawk. And that's how people always end up finding out. Because instead of you paying attention to somebody else, you're too busy paying attention to me. Exactly. Exactly. Like, honey, several people knew, like, it's funny. Before uh, my ex-boyfriend and I started dating, we're both Pisces. His birthday is the day before mine's. Um, Complicated situation, but before we broke it off for good, baby, like when we first started dating back in 2016, I had just started transitioning and I had to explain this to him and he started rocking with me until I started dressing. Mm. And that was a tussle, but we got through it. I met his mom as a woman. She was loving my makeup. So this Negro met me as my dead name and we were at a voice audition. He had just broken up with one of my good Judy's. I asked my friend, is it okay if, you know, I chill with him and say, yeah, we good. He knew that we were fucking, but my best friend did not know it. I finally told her and she's like, girl, I knew y'all was fucking. Cause that night we was all at the hotel. We ended up, mind you, I had a girlfriend at the same time. Brandon and I, 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 it was a solo poly situation at that. So we're all cuddled up in the bed, my best friend and I, because of a reservation fell through that our friends were supposed to have done. Uh, we were supposed to be staying with the dude, actually. and um, But we was going to make a reservation, but that fell through. So we ended up staying with this guy. <clears throat> we're sleeping in the bed, and he wraps my arm around him. And we slept cuddled up. And we kissed. We were being sneaky, because my best friend was sleeping hard. And then next day, we started flirting back and forth. <clears throat> and my friend caught us kissing. He knew then was something was up. Well, she knew. I'm sorry. She knew that something was up. And it's like, people know. I'm sorry. I went the long way, y'all. I went the long way, okay? And I'm so sorry, Lorenz. It's cool. It's cool. But I said, honey, I was like, I don't know. That's my, that's my friend's ex, you know. Next thing I know, we're dating. This dude saw me as I was. This is before I had started hormones. So I finally started hormones while we're dating and sex was banging, but we ended up breaking up. Then we rekindled it, broke up, rekindled it. Then we decided to be friends with benefits. In the course of that, he started seeing someone and cut me off. Cool. I ain't got to do this shit no more. Focused on me. and I, I was just fucking around. <clears throat> I had um, some companionships in between them, but this one particular individual fell out with me when I got ready to move to DC because he was upset because I could not shelter him. 
I gave him resources. And apparently I'm blocked on everything when I come into town. Cool, bet. Bitch, I am not worried about you. I'm a whole different person. I'm the woman that you didn't think was going to come through. As you should, listen. <clears throat> so. You push through right there. Yes. And you mentioned that you were non, that you followed the non-binary, that you are non-binary, uh, which mm-hmm. I, I, I knew uh, from when you first started. I was like, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> It was something that you said, um, non-binary, and it didn't matter the gender. Um, because non-binary is also under the trans umbrella. Mm-hmm. I just want y'all cishets that listen to follow this. Have you th- um, for me, I have ventured into dating within community. Um, <clears throat> the T of everything. Who started gotcha. this whole thing, okay? Um, we have, we have actually, yeah, we've seen a spike in people that have started dating within community. And I find that to be wonderful, which that is something that I have entered into. Um, and I'm glad I have, and I'm grateful. Um, what are your thoughts or do you have any experience with that? With what exactly? Dating within the non-binary community, another non-binary person or trans-masculine, trans-feminine? Yes. Um, so I, I've always had a, I never dealt with, at first I never really dealt with trans women, um, mainly because I just like to mind my business, but I've always had this vibe of perfecting, I mean, not perfecting, of protecting them. Um, so, like, when I began to actually look at them, I was like, you know, my thing is, once a trans woman finds herself and declares that she's trans, that she's a trans woman, I'm going to look at you as a woman, regardless of post-op, pre-op, post-moans, pre-moans, whatever the case may be. Once you know that shit in your heart, that's where I go with you. Um, so I've I've dated actually um, in this journey of my ex to my new one. Um, I've dated a couple of trans people of trans experience, um, a couple of trans women, like one trans man, um, a couple of non, non-binary people. Um, and it's been a rocky situation with them as well. Um, some of the trans, like one of the trans girls that I was getting, I, I won't say her name because she's the sweetest gold. It just didn't work out because of our differences in scheduling and everything. And if our scheduling worked, we probably would have worked out. Um, and she would have been my first official trans lover. Um, as far as everyone else, I've just dealt with you know, just on the dating scene, um, actually never had any sexual activities with, oh, no, I'll take that back. I'll take, I'll take that back. Never mind, I have. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've experienced it. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, people who get to meet me enjoy the non-binary lifestyle that I come with. 
um, because, you know, I walk around a certain way, I deal with my pronouns, and I embrace who I am and allow them to love that. Mm, I love that. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, I like keeping things open, but having certain boundaries and I love exploring and learning. Exploring is really, really fun. Like a lot of people, um, we had the debate actually at work the other day and we were talking about, you know, straight cis men being attracted to masculine um, gay women. Some of them look at it as far as body-wise, body parts, different things of that nature. And I, like I was explaining to them, I was like, that's, the, that's so different because if you're attracted to a masculine built woman who carries herself as a man, but not as a trans man, you're still looking at the one who handles herself accordingly, you know? So you're, you're looking at the masculinity in a woman that you find attractive, not the fact that it's a woman, you're just attracted to the masculinity because you have trans women out here who are gorgeous that that's done the facial fam that's passable different things of that nature and i was like you have to look at that as well i was like because at the end of the day they identify as women you're attracted to feminine features that's what you're going to get with them regardless of what is going on as far as sexual parts or whatever the case may be baby you're attracted to what you're attracted to so you just have to be extremely careful if you're extremely open-minded but then you know everybody feels though you know i'm always trying to turn people out but hey some people like to be turned around and who doesn't like to do a 360 that's how the world turns so (laughs) however it may happen it's beautiful regardless it is just beautiful because it's so much more than just sex it's that mental emotional spiritual connection it makes it more juicier. Mm-hmm. So true. It's it's like the flavor in steak. It's just so sultry. That's so true. So and believe it or not, as you were talking, I'm thinking about somebody that I've been wanting to step to since Atlanta Memorial Day weekend, 2020. Mm-hmm. After you were there, after a game of spin the bottle or whatever we played. <laughs> but because me and my ex-girlfriend are now back into the space that we were, it's like, oh, but I don't want to cause confusion. Because <laughs> <clears throat> So that's what it's still, it, for me, that's what it's like at 35. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoo, sweet Lord, baby Jesus. <laughs> so I'm trying to tell you. <clears throat> and dating and finding love is a complicated thing. Oh, it is. It's very complicated. It's very complicated. But I think 
being when you venture into your 30s and make that journey as you enter experience and participate in the exit it's like you learn so much about yourself what you desire and what you're not going to put up with and also learning where you need to heal where you need to yell out you know where you need to tweet it's so much that wraps up to that when you go into your 30s and now you're ready you're like okay look i got this i know what i want and then you get what you want and i always get jealous of those 20 somethings that have it all that we at 30 ain't seen the guy yet i'm like okay what's going on generation z what the hell y'all doing trying to tell you i'm trying to tell you like tell us old folks what happened what does come from but they're always there's with each generation there's a tiredness that brings about change we brought about change i I, I agree to that to an extent um I just feel, you know, a lot of people be like, old dogs can't learn new tricks. That is such, that's such a lie. (laughs) Because the older I get, the more I'm learning. So it's like, you can say old dogs don't know new tricks, but the older I get, the more I'm learning. I'm becoming more wise and the tricks that I'm learning is very amazing. Hello, hello. Like, come on, like, mm-mm. certain things that mm, certain things that I saw my that my dad's generation put up with from their parents. Mm-hmm. I don't tolerate that. I don't tolerate that. I get it, but I explained to them, I get why y'all talk to me like this, but y'all can't do that with me. No, 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 no. We're gonna change this. We're breaking this. And number one, I'm going to tell you what you can and cannot do with me. And I've had to do that with several relatives. Even when it comes down to my gender identity, to my womanhood, do not dead name me. Do not misgender me because I'm going to correct you every time. And it's going to get embarrassing. And I'm going to make sure I'm sickening when I do it. Exactly. So that, not only that, but setting boundaries, you're not going to disrespect me and get all kinds of phobic on me because you're insecure. And that's, that's no shade. That's no shade at all because we're not going to do that. <clears throat> Don't do that because I've seen that in trans-trans relationships, seen that in all types of relationships, heterosexual, um, bisexual, uh, all kinds of relationships, triads and everything. Honey, baby, heal your internalized homophobia and transphobia before y'all and whatever phobia you got before you try to date somebody, honey. Because, uh-uh, baby, you got to heal first. And being healed. Heavy on the heel first. Baby, when I tell you, glory to your name, Yahweh. Baby, you got to come to me born again, as the the Christian church would say. Because, baby, no, 
I'm not going to let you sit up here and fucking disrespect me when I have done nothing but support your ass from the start. And this is the motherfucking thanks I get. No, 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 no. I'm not going to make you better for no other helper. No, uh uh-uh. Listen, bitch, you might as well be ready to fucking fight, bitch. So, and who having your best friend dating your man behind your back and then lying, bitch? Been there, done that. It didn't happen. It didn't happen to me, baby. Mm -mm. And that's something I'm going to put up with in my 30s. Okay, honey? (laughs) Even if it it takes me being 40 and being Stella, getting her groove back with a younger 20-something, with a mid-20-something-year-old. Baby, I'm a motherfucking do it, honey. No shame in my game. And I totally agree. Make me happy. Make me over, make me not. Because to sum things up, when you're in your early 30s, <clears throat> you're settling in. You're buckling in for the ride. Because you yeah. still get you getting rid of that 20 cent. You're getting rid of the roaring 20s by Elizabeth, by um um by Yannick Taylor and company. Okay. And and let me just clear the air with this. 30s is not a death trap and bitch and I old. I'm Hello. Not old I'm pushing that walker in the damn deathbed or something, baby, because in my 20s, I was a child. I acted like a child. I was doing childish things. I just came from my, my mama's house. So my 20s Hello. was time for me to try and figure some shit out, get confused, fuck up, redo. 30s now, I'm trying to establish by the time I'm 40. Other than that, baby, I'm still <clears throat> a, a young tenderoni, baby. Right. Well, I found out that <laughs> When you hit 35, mm. now you're settling in to the realities. I'm sorry, you mind if I take you to church right quick? Oh, my, 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 my. My Lord, when you hit 35, you're a little bit closer to 40 than you are 20. Um, this is what I like to call the equalizer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, ooh. The, mm, the book of Revelations, chapter 35, mm, uh, verse 27 says, mm, When thou embracest thine age and the unmitigated truth, mm, now you have healed, uh, and now you know what you ain't gonna put up with. Tell them, try Jesus. Don't uh-huh. try me. Don't try, try me. Try, Ooh. try for just, but don't try uh-huh. me. <laughs> Play in traffic. <laughs> don't try me. Because now I'm at a pivotal point to where you can send your offerings to our cash apps. Mine is dollar sign Yannick T Music. Yes, and please drop your cash app, Bishop Lorenz. 
Eat that again. Drop your cash out for your offering. Uh-huh. It is A-O, Lorenz. That is A-Y. I'm sorry. Dollar sign A-Y-O-L-A-U-R-E-N-Z. Yes. 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 So, y'all, show my siblings some love. Show us some love. We got bills and shit, and we got to do this thing right. And that... And that helps us give to other organizations, you know, that allows us also to keep the lights on and bring you quality content. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're right. And, and mm, glory. Because at a point now you realize, look, even if I have to start over at 35, I got it now. Yes. I've gotten rid of all the unnecessary shit the unnecessary people that held me up and I'm healing now and boundaries are set. So now I'm healing up nicely and I ain't got to deal with the bullshit. Only if I choose to, but I'm not going to put up with no bullshit just for a nut. Tell me if you want to fuck. Look, if you want to fuck, tell me that you just want to fuck. Don't sit there and play with my fucking emotions. Just tell me. Let that shit be known from the jump, baby. Because, baby, I might want to fuck, too. Exactly. I might just be ready to fuck. I might want to be fucked and fucked down, fucked up, fucked out. And you know what? We don't want, we don't want, we don't want it to be broke dick anymore, either. There's got to be some kind of benefit Mm -hmm. coming from, if your dick is meeting my bussy and my pussy is meeting your dick, chin, whatever, or my dick meeting you in places, you know, this got to be some kind of benefit. You could take me to get my nails done, my hair done or something now. That's the age I'm at. And I don't care how old you are. You got to play that game because we got old women that invented the game that is doing it right nice. Especially if you want to see my hands wrapped around it, baby. Hello. I need this full set done the way it needs to because I'm not going to be seen needing a feeling, baby. Or as my as my boyfriend call it, a fill uh, a fill up. <laughs> Honey, look. Refill. He called them refills. Ooh, I need a mm-hmm. So, what is your takeaway? Um, my takeaway <laughs> from this is to continue to be in, be as great as possible. Not limit myself to my age, my gender, or any of that motherfucking bullshit. Just be as great as I possibly can. Pop my pussy. And be Hello. Amazing. <clears throat> Hello, because that pussy pops severely. But also my takeaway um, from this as well is that when you've made up your mind to heal and to reestablish yourself, you, you get so much insight and it's like something clicks and you start attracting what you want. You started, you start setting yourself up to get what you want by any means. Because dating is like a game. It's like Russian mm-hmm. roulette. It's a strategy that you have to, that you have to use in dating. But I find myself now wanting to go out more and experience more um, big ups to um, the Girl Down podcast with Brianna Jenkins and also her guest host, 
Diamond Styles on this week's episode. Um, y'all, I'm dropping that link. Um, y'all go follow these these fabulous ladies that these pioneers um, from YouTube. Check them out. Um, they they talked about you know going out, doing things that you wouldn't ordinarily do, and finding new ways to connect with people. Especially if you're single, approaching 40, being 40, being in your 30s and seeing how things have evolved. And even if you just have to focus on your career for a while and have your little side piece. And that was very inspiring because that gave me this one. I'm like, you know what? Let me focus on me. Find me a little cuddle buddy, cuddle buddy that we just cuddle and have my regular mm-hmm. until that right person comes along. And, you know, say fuck it. Thank you again, Lorenz, for an awesome conversation. I have thoroughly enjoyed this. Again, um, tell the people where they can follow you on social media. And if you have any church announcements or events, please announce. Mm -hmm. All right. So you all can follow me definitely on Instagram. And I'll definitely give you that one. Instagram, we are going to follow me at He's So Extra. Now, the catch with that is the He's So Extra is He's So, so H-E-S-O underscore X, underscore X, underscore X, underscore T, underscore R, underscore A. So follow me on Instagram at He's So Extra. And then you can follow me on TikTok at OhMy.Rens. And then you can definitely follow me on Snap and Join those privates at Lonnie B9. That's L O N N E Y B, the number nine, and I'll follow back. Awesome. Thank you all again so much. Y'all, oh my gosh, y'all love Love and Be Free. Um, oh my gosh, I'm reminiscing on our days um, going to the balls and things like that and conference calls yeah. and the shenanigans. This, I could cry right now because oh we need to all get together again because we're all scattered. So but it's good to be amongst family. That's all I'm gonna say. So y'all live love and be free. I love y'all so much. Smooches to you. Mm-hmm.